I know, I know, season two is over, but what is not over is creativity. And also, this really special code, 20% off right this second at NathanMorrisMusic.com. Click any item and at checkout, type in NMM20. That is N as in Nathan, M as in Morris, M as in Music 20 for 20% off any shirt you purchase at NathanMorrisMusic.com, the official merch store. There is good stuff happening. You hold tight. I assure you to continue to meet you where you are and please meet me where I am on all the socials, like buying you something and then taking a picture of it and tagging me on Insta at Nathan Morris or saying something to me at Nathan Morris Music on TikTok and all the other fun places. January 20th, a new single releases, a new record in the works, soon to have a release date for that too. And then hold tight because season three is just around the river bend. You're loved far more than you could ever know. Thank you for all that you bring to this life because you are worthy. Head over to the store right now and grab you some swag. Code NMM20. Die Trying contains sensitive subject matter and conversations surrounding death and dying and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is respectfully advised. If any of you are Catholic, you may know what confession is. For those of you who don't have a clear understanding, confession or reconciliation what it's called. In the Roman Catholic Church, people go to confession to say sorry for the wrong or sin in their lives and to experience God's healing through forgiveness. Confession also permits reconciliation with the church, which is wounded by the sins people commit. Catholics believe that baptism removes original sin, the belief that all people are born tainted by it. So therefore, baptism turns us back toward God. Despite this, humans still commit sin, free will and all. And as a result, Catholics regularly confess these sins. The act of confession is important because it allows Roman Catholics to put things right with God and to know that they have been forgiven. Also, the Roman Catholic Church, they believe that only God can forgive sin. But as Christ's successors and representatives, priests also have been given the power, the power to pass on that forgiveness. God flowing through the priest, the priests absolving on behalf of God. <sighs> Get you some of that, uh, you know, big turkey for coffee because that's what I'm drinking right now. Head over to yieldietrying.com forward slash shop. Grab you a bag, grab some swag. Proceeds benefit National Suicide Prevention.
Lifeline. And of course, follow me at Nathan Morris Music on TikTok, Hot Tiki Talk, Triers, Instagram at Nathan Morris. Come say hi. There is power in voicing, hey, I messed up. I can't believe that I did that. Persons of interest, they do it in the interrogation rooms. Couples, they do it behind closed doors. Every single one of you listening or watching, if on Spotify has, had to ask for forgiveness to sit in the mess, eat crow, and ask for the wronged to forgive you. We're human. We mess up. We don't want others to know we have and do, though. We love to look pristine, perfectly glowing and glimmering with togetherness in the sunlight. Like we've just walked out of a restoration hardware book or something. It's mainly for the fear, I think, of what you think. How you will then perceive us in the future because we all are a big bunch of judgmental children at heart It's true, longing for a chance to prove we've got it a little more together than our neighbor. We should all work on that. I have a confession to make. (sighs) Season two, episode 132 of You'll Die Trying a show which pulls back the curtain, takes down the walls brick by brick and exposes the true hearts of those who are caring for those you love most. Forgive me, Father. Special thanks to EFF, Express Funeral Funding, working tirelessly on the back end so us as directors and funeral home owners can work on the front end, the most important end caring for, serving, creating celebrations for families who are grieving the loss while EFF works with the insurance companies assigning proceeds so there's not that balance due looming over the heads of the family. Visit EFF or expressfuneralfunding.com. Check out their new look. Thank you, EFF. TikTok, leadership, the public eye has all required me to define who I am, who I am going to be. A version of myself, only showing the perfectly put together leader, musician, podcaster, family guy, or the one who fumbles over their words, 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 still gets zits at 37 and has a moment or two of overwhelm and fails even if failing is only momentary. When you started joining us by the tens of thousands on TikTok at Nathan Morris Music, I rallied 
I rallied Haley, JT, Audra in the office and we circled and I said, we have a responsibility to remain authentic. Genuinely authentic. The silly, hopeful, intentional, and actual side of me, Nathan Morris, must remain. Never masking, ever. What that means is actually, well, being human. The freedom is that, being human, but also the constant intentionality behind it. That is, yes, freeing, but yes, also a little heavy on the mind. The confession is this. I still put my foot in my mouth. I still mess up. People still see it too. The most freeing thing one can do, however, is to own it. You know, by owning it as a leader, I immediately fall on the sword, never passing blame to my team. Owning it takes the power you or an observer or someone way in the back might otherwise have away by not being able to have a response to my, but Greg told me he would handle it. Instead, saying, I have messed up, actually humanizes things even more. The wronged, the viewer in the wing, actually senses the authenticity and heart of it and see you as they are and so wish to always be. The last time I had put my foot majorly in my mouth was when my dear friend, Elle Ruth, lost her grandmother. I remember this day, evening, actually vividly. I personally had cared for her, driving to the place of death and receiving her. I personally read the room, scanned, made eye contact with everyone present. I met at the bedside. I scheduled the times to come in the following day assuring them I would be sitting with them to arrange. And I addressed all family's questions while present. Elruth wasn't present, so I wanted to call and express my love and condolences to her. She did not answer this call, so I left a loving and kind message. In this message, I assured her I personally will be tending to and caring for grandmother and promised her nothing but the best to which I continuously promise to you and everyone we serve. El Ruth called back. El Ruth was unaware grandmother had died until my voicemail, which I had left knowing confidently she had to have known by now, but actually having told her. Jeez. <laughs> The saving grace of all of this is she and I have been pals since third grade. Her cousin, Meredith, who I went to school with through entire elementary school, introduced me. She was in fifth grade and said, you should be his girlfriend. She said, he's too young for me. And that was 
that was it for us and friends ever since. And anyway, the fact that her siblings were mortified at the thought of having to tell El Ruth made it a little funnier and lighter. The lesson in all of this is I, to this day, never call my friends or anyone to express sympathies if they aren't physically present. I never assume anyone knows anything unless they personally call me to address it and then I chime in or at the arrangement conference the following day. The dynamics, the uniqueness of all of it, I have to be that way and am ever mindful of it. But then I did this. This is the confession. This morning, I hopped down the stairs from the office after a rather heavy management meeting to be greeted at the back door by, and I will just abbreviate M and K. I'll initial here as it, it's still very tender. And no, not Micah and Christine at the obituary, which you need to listen to, uh, follows this podcast as well. They're walking in, M and K, and I'm jovial and so excited to see them as I am usually. I hit M with, I got to tell you about my ridiculous dream that I had about you as M and K are making their way slowly to the elevator. The employee elevator, which makes its way to the care center. M kindly turns and says as they're passing, give me just a minute. Not if that wasn't enough. I, last minute, rush and continue my jovial banter, entering the elevator last minute as it slowly closed and rode to the ground floor, opening its doors to the care center receiving area. M mouths to me how K was going to have a private moment with their loved one. A moment I call being on the other side of the table. One in this profession who is so used to tending to the bereaved is now bereaved and needing tending to of their own. Immediately, I melted. Yes, I knew their loved one had died the day prior. Of course I did. I wasn't in that I wasn't in that headspace or thinking about that however. I was excited to see M and K. As K's schedule, it's a bit different than mine. And when I am leaving, they're usually coming in. So my genuine want to catch up overtook my subconscious knowledge professionalism of the previous day's loss. They know my heart, so the lightheartedness peeked through these grieving clouds as they both laughed at me for what they said. That's a perfect Nathan moment moment. They're right. 
I'm playful and fun, happy to see those I love. Still, I felt bad. My wanting to share a silly dream at the most sensitive of time. Damn it. It's so good to be forgiven. That is my confession. I'll take my foot out of my mouth and finish the dream. M and I were at the funeral home. I was on my knees picking weeds out of the carpet inside, which is where the chapel doors are, of course, and right outside the chapel doors is where all these weeds are. I had this massive, snuggy-sized, long tee on, and M, casually, as if it were normal, crawled into my snuggy long tee as I continued weed pulling. It was as casual as someone walking on a sidewalk is. Him and I just existed in this tea in my dream. That was it. That was what I was so excited to, to share with them. And I still didn't share it with them. So as you listen to this episode, not only do you hear my confession and asking for continued forgiveness, but that really dumb dream that made it all happen in the first place. Anyway, all you dream deciphering people get to work and be sure to email me at hello at com and let me know what all this means. We did have a lovely time though, catching up on the last minute death call 30 minutes away the day before, which is probably more than likely why we dreamt of such silliness. Forgiveness. Humanize. Be okay with messing up. Trip on a crack. And don't look back at the crack in the pavement as if it jumped out of nowhere or owes you something for its infraction. Really, next time someone trips on a crack and you're around, they will look back and mean mug the hell out of that crack. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, be sure to visit youldieshrine.com forward slash shop. Get you some swag, proceeds from every sale. Net proceeds will benefit National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. We just did a Venmo birthday challenge raising over $3,700, which if you follow me on TikTok at Nathan Morris Music, you will see the video. Follow me on Instagram at Nathan Morris. And again, be sure to tag us when you receive that amazing, amazing swag. New merch is coming. New music is coming. Everything is in the works. You are loved far more than you could ever, ever know. I assure you of that. Humanize yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Meet others where they are. And I will see you meeting you at 133. <sighs> Confession. <laughs>